On to this story now. Today is International Day Against Drug Abuse and Illicit Trafficking. Here at home, the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, SADEG, is commemorating the day as Substance Abuse Awareness Day. Agent peer pressure combined with the low cost and easy accessibility of drugs and alcohol in South Africa are increasing the risk factors leading to abuse among young adults. The average age for drug dependency in South Africa is just 12 years and 50% of South African teenagers are already consuming alcohol. To talk to us about this, we are joined on the line by SADIG spokesperson Senzegile Shongwe. Senzegile, I appreciate your time with us on the Weekend View. An important day for us to mark as a country, just given the scourge of substance abuse in the country. How, how bad is it really? Good morning. Good morning, Senzegile. Thank you so much for having me on your show this morning. Um, as you have just mentioned, that quite a lot of children are starting with substance abuse in a very young age, you know, like you would find a child by the, at the age of nine years old starting to take um, substances, and you'd find that with most teenagers, they start doing it because of peer pressure or because they're looking at the adults that are using substances and they're like, okay, maybe I should also try this. So it is quite a lot because it kind of really shapes the future of our children. And if you find a child starting to smoke a substance, no matter what it is, or to start taking alcohol, you find that they they, they gain a dependency on the alcohol and they grow with it. Mm. And then you find that this affects their future. It affects um, their school uh, performance and it is a big contribution to the amount of high school dropouts that we find today. Mm-hmm. What are some of the major contributing factors, Senzegile? There are a number of issues in, in this country, right, um, mm. that, that, of course, uh, you know, put a lot of strain on, on families, that uh, puts mm. you know, a lot of strain on communities. Parents are not able to be home or caregivers are not able to be around for as long as they, they need to be. There are a number of compounding factors here. But what are some of the, mm. the other issues as well, which you perhaps might say are, are very particular to South Africa? So there is quite a lot of them, and you know, and I, I feel that it is different from one person to the other. But I found that with the younger kids, it's mostly peer pressure. It's mostly trying to experiment. It's like an experiment gone wrong, you know. When mm. you're like, let me try it just today. Let me just see how it feels, and then they end up then becoming addicted. However, looking at the more in depth. Uh, stuff that are happening. There's quite a lot of stresses in our country right now. Economical stresses, psychological stresses, environmental stresses, where you'd find that a person is living in a home that is not conducive, a home that is very stressful. And then they they find this substance as a crutch, something that kind of makes them feel better about their situation and numbs the pain that they are experiencing. And they start using this crush and they continue using this crush up until it gets to a point of an addiction. And then you find that um, there's also drugs that are being used to try and cope at school, right? You find that there's a lot of people that are taking over-the-counter medication. That is also substance abuse. Mm. And then you find that those over-the-counter medications then turn against them because then they start affecting them cognitively and psychologically, which also then creates a form of an addiction. So there is quite a lot of issues here, um, but then we, we just, in South Africa, there's a lot of issues. Mm. And 
dealing with a person as an individual, that is where you start to now see where is the link between using these substances and trying to cope. And with some people, it's really just about having fun. But mm. then you find that fun becomes now an addiction that you can no longer be able to manage. Mm-mm. And Cindy, it doesn't help that you know some of the you know some some prominent influences, people who are celebrated in media and entertainment, right? People that young mm. people look to and say, "Hang on a second, I, I want to mm. be like that person." It doesn't mm. help that every second post they put up, they they they've got a glass of something, right? They're promoting mm. alcohol brands, they're associated with that. That all all mm. of that le- leads to this perpetuation of of uh, um, alcoholism that we see in the country, or perhaps young people wanting wanting to start drinking at at, at ages as young as as nine and ten and being mm. and being exposed to that. Yes, definitely. Because you can you can imagine a, a child that is nine years old. They don't know much. They are seeing from the adults. They see they seeing from their role models. If I've got a role model and they living their lives mm. um, with partying and alcohol and drugs. You think, oh, this is a good thing to do. I want to be as big as that person. I want to be just as cool as this person. Then let me also indulge, right? And alcohol, I'm glad you touched on the issue of alcohol because a lot of the youth in South Africa does not see alcohol as a problem. They don't see alcohol as a substance that could actually um, damage your future or damage you as an individual because it is so easily accessible Mm. because a lot of people take alcohol. But Alcohol is normally the start of just the beginning of other things, of other substances that people start taking. You find that a person will say, um, I smoke um, cigarettes or I smoke weed only when I'm drinking. And you find that um, they don't see now that there's a problem, that you're actually drinking and you have to support the drinking. You know, mm, and then that mm. also builds a tolerance. That also builds a tolerance where you find yourself now drinking more often, smoking more often. And then what happens when the alcohol is no longer enough to push you at that high? Where um, the the cigarettes or, or, or the marijuana that you're smoking is no longer enough to mm. push you at that high that you first got. Then you start looking for something else. Mm-hmm. Let's reflect just briefly, Sandegila, on on the kind of I suppose the, the role of, of law enforcement and kind of um, I suppose juxtaposing that with the role of the family and the role of, of the community because we always calling on the you know the, the cops and so on to monitor w- what sort of things are, are moving around in, in the community, know who who the suppliers are, know who the people are who are selling selling alcohol to underage people, who the drug dealers are, mm. and so on. But it it, it, it is challenging, isn't it? Because all sorts of things are moving around. People are, are, are brewing and making up all sorts of concoctions within their homes. Mm. I can't imagine it's mm. easy for law enforcement to track to track all of it. Everyone has to come to the party, essentially. Mm. Definitely. Everyone has to come to the party. But, you know, Selenzi, I always say um, these things will always move around. There will always be um, accessibility because the people that sell these things are also making ends meet, right? They're also making money for themselves. And do they care whether they're affecting children or not? Probably not. They don't care. Um, and to, to rely on the police is also, for me, um, not really a reliable um, thing to do. I believe that it starts with an individual. Mm. I don't want this to look. Uh, I don't want to look at this as an issue that we can report to just the police, mm. to just the community to sort out. It starts with you as a person. If it is, it's the decision that you make at that moment 
that I'm going to indulge in these substances. Yeah. It's a decision that you make at that moment that I have started and I'm going to continue because it's fun and it's nice, yeah. right? But if you have made the decision to do it, chances are you will find it. Because when, when you're addicted to a substance, you go and find that substance. Yeah. Often than not, it comes to you. So it starts with you. Yeah, yeah. So, Sindhigila, just quickly, I must let you go, but I know as SADEG, you have uh, launched a new WhatsApp helpline. Give us give us that number, please, aimed right at supporting young people struggling with substance mm. abuse. What is that number? The number is 087-163-2025, and it operates seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. In. You can speak to a counsellor if you're struggling and you're saying, you know what, I've started taking this substance, but it's time to let go now. Brilliant. Senzegile Shongwe, thank you for your time there. That number again, 087-163-2025. That's a WhatsApp, WhatsApp helpline there, launched on Friday, aimed at supporting youth to, um, to in fact, uh, to deal with, uh, with uh, substance abuse and try to put an end to that. It operates seven days a week, as you heard there from Osenzegile. And thank you for your time.